Concentrate on the moment. Feel. Don't think. Use your instincts. I will. May the Force be with you. Tucker, I love this movie. Redline. Michael, uh, I'm not going to make Speed Racer comparisons, okay? I'm that's not okay, I am. Guy. Okay. But I don't know if we're going to go right into the the Speed Racer comparisons, but they're okay. there. Dude, what if Speed Racer was an anime? And they trimmed the bullshit? Mm. Michael, tell me about Redline. It's like Speed Racer. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like if Speed Racer was an anime, but wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> okay. Um, so what if Speed Racer was actually a live action movie by the peop- by the uh, siblings who made the uh, Matrix? Cloud Atlas? That sounds amazing, Michael. Sign me up. But then button, that's he- <gasps> you take that okay. and you make an anime out of it. Oh my gosh. And it's space dandy. And that's based, Andy, at a little too much JoJo. Too much? Or not enough? Mm, I don't know anything about JoJo, to be honest. JoJo's? Is it JoJo or JoJo's in common parlance? Uh, JoJo. JoJo's. JoJo? JoJo's. JoJo. JoJo! Okay. Let's talk Redline. Japan, right? (laughs) Am I right? Do I yeah. even need to say it? So I think I want to lead by saying that yes. the first time I saw this movie, I had no inkling of what would happen. Okay. I didn't really know what I was getting into. All I knew it was a free show was that it was a free showing of an <laughs> anime movie that was apparently crazy. <laughs> That's all I knew. I knew okay. cars were involved, and I was like, sure. "All right." Sure. And I left the theater thinking it was one of the craziest, best experiences I've had with a movie. But where in your anime career did this occur? This was end of college. This was like late. And this was this was like, all right, I'm 100 episodes into One Piece. Okay. I need something fresh. Okay. But you had seen like Fooly Cooly and. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And it's within that like. I think we're leaning more fooly cooly than we are like Dragon Ball Z here. Definitely. Definitely. Um, What's how do you pronounce the drill of the heavens to create God show? Is it Gurenlagen? Gurun Help Gurin me Lagen? out here. Yes. Gurenlagen. Gurenlagen. It's got some of those vibes, I would say. Yeah, definitely. You get that bit of you get it it distorts things a little bit. You're yep, getting yep, yep, yep. a lot of flashier colors. Well, I think honestly, this is like taking the flashier points of that and making it an entire racing movie out of it. Racing um, movie. You've you've got a lot of that distortion too. You've got a lot of like you're playing with some archetypes here. Your American graffiti types. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Sure. But cranking up the pompadours and. Yeah. Yeah. His his knife is a comb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's got a leather jacket. He rides a st- stupid motorcycle around, and he likes racing, but the actual art of racing. Uh, okay, speed racer. Okay, I'm with you. <laughs> so for me, it was like this eye-opening experience to see it the first time. Okay. Um, second time, third time, subsequent viewings kind of dulled that blade a bit, dulled that edge. 
Dot com. Okay. okay. Yeah, dull dot com. So it's like, okay, a couple of the teeth kind of busted here. Not all of them, mm. but okay. it still functions as a comb. Okay. I still feel cool with it. <laughs> Cooler <Okay>. than... <laughs> but uh, it's it definitely loses a bit of that touch after that first viewing. Okay. okay. So that said, I still kind of adore this movie. Okay. I love a lot of the stuff that's going on. Okay. Well, Michael, I hate this movie. <laughs> Nani? It's okay. true. No, I don't hate it, but uh, uh, we're talking, let's break this down, Michael. I mean, we're talking some visual splendor, the likes of which uh, human eyes were not meant to see. Yeah, we're talking the kind of visual splendor that almost bankrupts a production company. Sure, sure. Seven years. It leads years. to the sacking of the director. It looks good, but I don't think I like the art style too much, to be honest. No. I mean, it's got that very, uh, a lot of very thick outlines on things. Lots yeah. of like, uh, it, it looks like it has an art style and it wants you to know it type <laughs> of thing. Yeah. Um, I think that works best when it's applied to the crazy, crazy, crazy cast of aliens that just kind of show up and exist mm. in this movie. Yeah. Of which there are many. I can I can agree with that. Uh, kind of. I still really like the art style it's throwing down. Uh it does not look as hand drawn as it actually is. Okay. Is that a plus or a minus for you, Michael? That to me is a plus. Okay. It's kind of a negative to me, because I think I know what you mean. This looks like an anime to me, I guess. You know? At the end of the really? day. Yeah. I guess. Uh, I mm. like I it's, it got, it's got it's got moxie, man. It's got moxie and it's got work put into it, but uh there's a lot of scenes of just people talking to each other the way you would show in an anime TV I show. Yes, but at the same time I feel as though there's a unique art style to it that it goes for and I think hits. Like I don't think you can yeah. line two people talking in red line up against two people talking in like one piece or two people talking in like a Miyazaki film. Jojo's maybe though. No. Sometimes. Mm, that is maybe the closest, but even then no. Okay. I think okay. Redline has its own unique visual flair going on. Yeah. It carries into the like sl- carries into the slower moments, but maybe isn't as I mean clearly the the times where Redline shines is is the the actual yeah. races themselves, but So that, Michael, is my biggest issue with this film. Uh, is that ostensibly <clears throat> this is a movie about racing, but you get the end of the race at the very beginning, and then you get what could be called a race at the very end, but the ending race is more of like uh, I, there's a lot of stuff going on that isn't necessarily racing at that point. <laughs> are, you, are you implying... Laser Godzilla monster fight. Funky boy? Funky boy isn't racing. Um, I, You I haven't mean, even seen talking... the Daytona 500. You don't know this. Ooh, too soon, Michael. But we're talking, uh, there's like warring factions fighting each other during that. And there's like it's a kaiju not... battle. Yeah, it's not even that. Yeah, there's a kaiju battle. And there's like an army of robot space Nazis trying to fight fairies. 
because yes. the fairies are enforcing this illegal race on robot Nazi space planet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. You're saying good words, but to me, in the <laughs> moment, it wasn't as good as what these words are. Yeah, and that was something that I was thinking about as I was watching this time around, is that without those kind of like, like in the moment, there. the first time I was watching this, I remember thinking like, oh my god, where is all of this coming from? What is happening <laughs> yeah. next? Like yeah. it was surprising, but as it ha now that I've kind of gone through that, it's like, this is crazy, but to not as end. crazy as I remember feeling it was. And yeah, I guess maybe to what end? I don't, to some degree, if we're just trying to one-up, or like if, if it's the directors trying to one-up themselves in this crazy, like this crazy setting with yeah. with these different cool ideas that they're trying to throw into a final film. I like it, but at the same time, as far as being able to make like a kinetic race, yeah, it doesn't feel as like I honest like for me honestly, this movie almost peaks in the first ten minutes. Yeah, dude, that's and... what I'm saying. It's like pod racing. Yeah, now, this is pod racing. I said to myself, and there are like <laughs> there and there are like parts throughout it afterwards where it's like, yeah, I still like a lot of what's going on. Yeah. I still think this is like a like my. Like, like you're giving my eyes sugar. Keep going. Keep doing <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. and conceptually, and on a conceptual level, it's crazy to me, and I love that crazy, that craziness. But at the same time, if I sit down to try to watch a part of Redline, it's usually just that like first, yeah, that opening sequence where it's just the closest thing to like typical racing you get. Yes. Where actually, it's more like speed yeah. racer racing, but yeah. It sure is. Uh, like, I'm not trying to savage this movie. I think this is a really cool movie, but uh, mm -hmm. um, I just feel like I've seen anime go crazy before. Yeah. Uh, I wish this was that, but racing. And a lot of the times when it's getting crazy, it has very little to do with racing. Mm -hmm. It just feels like and I think, anime. And that feels like a pretty fair concern. Because um, it's like, yeah. at, at, at this point... Even by the time this came out, we were already post Fooly Cooly. Yeah. And that yeah. feels like that set up. Like, we're post Fooly Cooly, post Gurren Lagan, knocking on Kill the Kill's door. It's like, okay, we've yeah. been, we're in this, this, this There's lane a where we're, yeah. We're, yeah. Good, good, and good we're lane, in that yes. wheelhouse already. We've already started on that lane towards, you know, actually trying to push this, this style of animation in new directions. Yeah. And I think Redline really fits into that very well, but at the same time, it's like it's in that lane, but it's sharing that space. I don't know if it gets ahead of them or it gets lapped yeah. by them or anything like that. It feels like that that lane is where I like things being, and Redline being a part of that is a lot of fun. Yeah. And when this movie is at its most kinetic, I think it almost out like outpaces a lot of the other parts, other showings in that lane. But at the same time when this kind of slows down or gets muddled into something, there are other things that can kind of overtake it. Is, is this racing metaphor doing anything for you? Yes, yes. It's pinning my needle. Uh, like, when Fooly Cooly goes crazy in the last episode, it works, I think, because it has a great cast of characters. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of good, quiet moments throughout the series. Uh, yeah. I, I, I love this cast of characters so much. So much, but I don't like spending time with them. 
when they're not doing crazy things. Oh, you mean in Redline? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, I get you. Yeah. Uh, when this movie just goes crazy for a little bit and it starts introducing racers and it's ha- it has like this insane newscast going on, oh, yeah. I was just in heaven. I was like, yes, just keep serving me insane anime characters for me to look at. And it did. They're but- like the bounty hunters, the bounty hunting pair who uh, they're also racers or something, but they've yes. got competition. They're longtime rivals or. Yes, they're the like cop. this is the fair, the magical fairy queen character. The yeah, the mm-hmm. cop character. The cop's great. Yeah. Um, there's the guy who like melds himself with his car. Yes, yeah, and it's. No, I know what you mean. It's it beyond even that. I like when he shows up at the restaurant and there's like a scene involving him. Like I think that is cool because you're seeing these characters in the real world. But then when it's, uh, what is it? JP and Cherry Hunter Boy, Cherry Boy Hunter Lady. Uh, Cherry Hunter, what is it? It's like Sonoshi <laughs> McLaren. Yes. Yeah, Sonoshi McLaren, McLaren and Sweet JP. <laughs> when He's JP... chatting with his buddy Frisbee. And, oh, Frisbee's uh, great, though. And uh, what is it, like Forearms Moza? Yeah, the guy from Spirited Away. Yeah. The, the burner, yeah. A little, little younger somehow, but also yeah. looking like the grizzled old hand. Not so much facial hair. Uh, <laughs> like... I would say Frisbee has the most in-depth arc of any of these characters, and I still don't think it's very in-depth. It's like, you kind of know exactly where it's going immediately, and then it does. Yeah. And he's the best of that. So then you have, like, JP, who loves racing. Hmm. Our good old (laughs) speed racer. Hey. (laughs) I'm not going to compare this to Speed Racer, Michael. I'm just not going to do it. I honestly think it's a fair comparison because there are some things I think Speed Racer does better than this movie. But I think that's what Speed Racer is trying to be about, and I don't think this movie is that concerned with it. I guess. I don't know if that gets it off the hook, but I think this movie is about setting up this race at the end and then letting letting things go crazy for half an hour. Yeah, and it it's actually, I think, like forty or fifty minutes. But yeah. yeah, it uh, but it speeds by. That whole <laughs> last arc is craziness, mm-hmm. constantly. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, I just wouldn't compare this to Speed Racer because Speed Racer, I think, has a plot to it, and this movie is about racing. Uh, I feel like Redline has enough of a plot. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think it's a good one. It has enough to get where it has enough to get all the characters into cars and make you want the one guy to win. Yeah, which is honestly kind of all, maybe all I want from it. Okay. Okay. So I've been thinking about like I don't know if from what I what I wanted from Redline was more of this kinetic animation with a little bit of that like American graffiti thing going on. Okay. Okay. And I didn't know I don't or that that mixed a little bit of that like raging bull stuff okay okay sure i don't think i needed like larger than life plots sure i just kind of wanted enough to be able to kind of get this setting get these get a feel for these people and and care when they're on the track so then how do you feel about all of the robo world politics going on 
that I honestly think is probably the weakest part of the movie. Okay. But at the same time, it sets up some of the most absurd, crazy <laughs> it's parts of it that is. Yeah. And like it in this this movie has almost that JoJo effect to it too, where when people talk about it on Reddit, they're talking in terms of like, do you remember when robot space Nazis were fighting with kaiju? Right. Those right. kinds of things. Yeah, and there's value to that, I think. I honestly, yeah, in uh, a way that's entertaining, in a way that I think has actual merit beyond that. But yeah, uh, like I like how it played with iconography, and I liked how it played with certain character types. I like how there were there was a genuine creativity going into a lot of what was going on, even with the side stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it makes me want a show where they can just focus maybe on these ancillary characters, like the lady who gets some of the smokes and stuff. Cause I liked <laughs> yeah. that a lot. Just, we just don't get enough of the J pop boob ladies. See, okay. <laughs> I think this movie does very poorly by all of its female characters. Very so poorly. Yeah. I think so too. And I think that's something that should be held against it. Of which there are three? Four. Four. Um, wait. Yeah, because you've got uh, Sonoshi. Yep. Who I think actually... I think is treated... Mm, mm. The weird topless scene in the middle of the movie is kind of like... Hmm. Yeah, it was... Yeah. Um. Obviously, there's the two J-pop ladies who are like <laughs> sexy and make a Gundam that fights the she robot does the army. Clitoris button. Yeah, Michael. she has the clitoris button. She's got like the little thing, and she's like, "Let's go!" Is craziness. What yeah, and the little the hands world? pop out, and oh my god, yeah, yep. And um, their cockpits become the boobs. Uh, yeah. And then aside from that, you have the fairy princess who's like governing the, <laughs> okay, the sure. magical people who who are making sure redline happens and fighting the robots the robot nazis yeah that's fun that's a fun character but you don't see much of her she's just kind of she's literally everything like i mean everything i just said is literally her character and that's it yeah yeah but the stuff she does is cool yeah in its own way but i mean the they like grasp at it. They show the flashback with the main lady where she's like really struggling and she wants to win. And it's like setting up this character. Mm -hmm. And then during the climax of the film, she just like jumps into his lap and yeah. she's like, let's win. And it's like, mm -hmm. and that's where I think I had the biggest issue as far as presenting Sonoshi's character. Cause who, whose yeah. last name is mclaren let's not skate over this fact <laughs> okay like i don't i'm not gonna like soapbox here about this anime move well okay that's mean this <laughs> this movie not having strong female characters because i feel like there are movies i wouldn't hold it against them mm -hmm. uh it just seems weird because the middle third of this movie is just exploring kind of her character and her relationship with jp and then i feel like there's absolutely no payoff to it really except that yeah. they like love each other yeah which even that felt a little undeserved but yeah um and i wonder how much of that was just kind of the behind the scenes production thing stuff going on sure because sure. this movie yeah. was like seven years overdue and uh obviously it didn't it was a loss it almost closed madhouse studios and yeah whatnot 
it kind of it gives this movie a vibe though of just something that's taking place and they don't they don't feel the need to explain everything going on around it which it's is like, which i like a lot yeah that's honestly one of my favorite parts of this is that there's not like this you're not getting an over an explanation you're getting into the politics of red line you're not having people say well this is how this mafia came to exist this is what they're <laughs> right. doing they have this right. network they're everywhere they're man. evil they're there only when they really need to be yeah for the sake of the characters we actually are supposed to care about yeah yeah we get just enough to explain why funky boy exists and why he <laughs> shouldn't exist so that when funky boy shows up it's like oh okay <laughs> this is cool and then it is. And it's called Funky Boy. <laughs> they say Funky Boy a lot. I know they part. do. Oh my god. Funky Boy. Um the uh, uh the cop robots? Oh my goodness, that's awesome. Yeah. They've oh. got that like they look like that one character from Persona and they've got the like with the legs and stuff and it's just like shooting lasers and they're like, hello. Or it's like a Pokemon or something. Yeah, yeah. I know you're what you under mean. Arrest. You're under arrest. Ooh, that's good. And then there's the one guy who, like, he his thing is that he cries but becomes super strong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's such a goofy idea, but it's so, like, inter it's entertaining. I like it. It's kind of a cool, cute character yeah. trait, and they use it well. Yeah. I, and I think I feel like a lot of these characters kind of have these, like, quirky, singular traits that they use really, really well. For the sake of this movie that's literally exists just to set up this big race <laughs> it's and it's not like like when he shows up and he's like when he cries he gets stronger it's like oh of course <laughs> you're, you're just yeah. like fine yeah that, i'll take that yeah. as value and then which i love that because yeah. i i like not having to really care too much about that right right we don't need the why or the how yeah you're it's not good. getting into like Metachlorians or anything like that. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, yes. Because this is redlined. It's streamlined. It's about going fast. It's about... It's about techno music and explosions. It sure is. How'd you feel about the cars in Redline? I love the appearance of the Trans Am. That's, yeah. But that, like, I think it says... I don't know. Like, that. Like the fact that my favorite car is the one that looks the most like a normal car is... Sure thought in my mind but okay um a couple of them are kind of cool police tank thing police tanks really cool police tanks really cool there's that spider one that looks kind of dorky but then it has it. like the laser eye from evangelion i love it michael uh yeah the animation's so cool on the legs when it's there's one shot where they just like hang on it because you know they put a lot of work into making those legs look cool and they do mm. um a couple of them are kind of like generic big speedsters. Like these would be Hot Wheels yeah. cars at some in some point. I suppose. I suppose. When you've got uh, what's his name, Metalhead. Uh, you know, <laughs> Tetsujin. Yes. Yeah, Tetsujin. Uh, yeah, Machine Head. Yes. Machine Head Tetsujin. Uh, Tetsujin. And he's got like the the um, he's like just kind of mounted on the front. Like he's some kind of like yeah. hood ornament and this big, huge Ooh. thing is behind him. Yes. I like that. Okay. Okay. I do like that. How 
do you feel, Michael, about him winning by his pompadour? I loved it. You into it? Yeah, I'm into it. Okay. I was so there for it. Yep. Okay. I was like, he's going to win this by his pompadour, and then he did, (laughs) and it was great. And then, oh my God, the ending on this movie, it's just like, love, end. (laughs) It's like, whoop. But that's kind of what we've been talking about this whole time, you know? It's just like, this movie doesn't care about the other stuff. It's just, it's doing its thing. Right, but at the same time, I felt, to me, I didn't, I didn't like that ending. Okay. Just because so, the, the this defaulting to like romance between JP and Sonoshi just felt a little rushed. Yeah. A little contrived, maybe. A little bit. Yeah. Um unless, you know, when you're when you're racing together, Tucker. Yes. Your hearts are in sync. Okay. It's the most romantic feeling in the world. Pacific Rim. The thing where it's, it's like the only drama between them is like so, I heard you fixed races. Is that true? And then he's like, yeah, I did. <laughs> and then that's over. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Well, there was like a little bit of a hint in that hint before that where she found that out. Yeah. And was cold to him at the start of the race and stuff. And It just it just goes away, though, because it's like, I did it for a good reason. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Frisbee. Frisbee's got a cool thing going on. I like Frisbee. He's like cold. He's trying to blow the race at his friend's uh, risk. Then he's like, I want to see him win. Yeah. Yeah, he has the turnaround moment. Ooh. And then he gets saved by the guy from Spirited Away with the shotgun. He does. That's crazy, too. He gets drunk and blows up the tire, and that gives them just (laughs) enough boost to shoot the car over the finish line. Or shoot them forward enough so his pompadour can cross the finish line. Beautiful. It's like poetry. Yeah. Uh, I love, 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 love the uh, kind of the mafia guy that Frisbee's always talking to who's always rubbing cocaine on his gums. Yeah. And then the lady's doing it for him. And they're yep. always just having conversations. Ooh, that's good. He's just like, oh, how do you know he's not going <laughs> to try to qualify for red line? <laughs> it's good full no. work there, Michael. The, the, I wanted to ask whether or not you get to, so you get to the big race in the end, right? Okay. Red line. Um, Funky Boy appears. Of course. And yes. they can't fire the space laser yet. So they have to prepare <laughs> the space laser to fire on Funky Boy. Right. So then they fire the space laser to hit Funky Boy and it doesn't do enough. Right. He regenerates. So then, so then the evil robot Nazi corporal or colonel. Right gets absorbed by the <laughs> dick monster from sonic adventure 2 yes yes and we kaiju battle yes and that's it yes you no know, and that's that's the end of that arc yeah other than the guys like i can't believe i have this much power you know now that you mention that that's kind of weird but in the moment i didn't even notice i was just like oh I don't know what I thought. I guess I just thought it resolved itself because there was other racing to do or something. I don't yeah. know. And that's one of those things. It felt to me like that was enough. Like, okay, we got enough of this stupid kaiju fight. Yeah. I was happy with the amount of funky boy we got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would have been cool. Maybe a funky boy like came back at the very end, like as a further dramatize this home stretch, but 
I will take as much Funky Boy as I can get. Mm-hmm. God, Funky Boy is amazing. <laughs> I just like saying it. I like saying it, and I like the noises he makes when he's shooting mm-hmm. his mouth lasers. Mm-hmm. I'm really mm-hmm. into it. I like Funky Boy a lot. How do you feel about the pacing of this movie? Because that's a criticism that's kind of thrown at it a bit. It's everywhere, man. It's all over the place. Do you feel it's bad or good? Yes, I do. Yeah? What? They could have used one more race in the middle. I thought about that, yeah. Or something. And I know that's something we don't... I know we don't want to really belabor the Speed Racer comparisons, but that's one thing I think Speed Racer did well was it broke up some of that middle arc with extra racing and... yeah. That's something maybe Redline could have used a bit. Maybe maybe take some of the exposition from the middle of the movie and put it before the first race. Because you really start with like the most exciting part of the movie, almost, and then it's like, and then there's an hour of no racing. Right, but at the same time, it feels like such a perfect introduction to what's going yeah. on. It gives like you, you get a gist. feel for the crowd, you get a feel for who likes this kind of racing. Yeah, you get a feel for that, like that that the world a lot. You, like they introduce you to the weird aliens who like have the long arms and are throwing balls at back and forth, or <laughs> the dog people who are like eating nuts and betting and <laughs> the little bird people trying to sell tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like like I think that's a taking that and juxtaposing that with like this distant but growing growl of engines and stuff like that. Yeah. I think works really well as an introduction. Yeah. Yes. It just feels, it does feel weird though, that the, the most, like the highest point in this movie is so immediate. Cause I kind of expected that to be the movie. Mm-hmm. Cause like the first time this is like exactly what I thought this movie was going to be. And then yeah. it's like never that again for the rest of the movie, which is fine. Mm-hmm. but I would have liked more of that because they do, do it well. Yes. Yeah. How do you feel about the world building in general in this thing? I feel like we've kind of talked back on this though. I like it when it feels like they could just do whatever they wanted and didn't have to worry about plot or characterization at all. And they can just show a room full of crazy aliens. Uh, mm-hmm. It's whenever they try to narrow down on one of those characters. That's where they start to lose me. So I guess... Is that world building? I don't know. I like the... I, I feel like it kind of is to a degree, but... Yeah. I like it from far away. Yeah. Well, I mean, because they're introducing things, and to me, in my mind, like, it feels as though they're introducing it in a way that I think works well to where it's like, yeah, I look at all these weird aliens, but they're not weird by this universe, and it does a really good job of making it both feel unique and creative and at the same time feel like this is just every day. Yeah. It's lived in a little bit. Yeah. 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 And I agree with you there, but, uh, I don't know. I just feel like either make this into a TV show or make this movie a lot shorter. And I, I just feel like there's a lot you could cut of just him in the desert riding his motorcycle or I don't know. It didn't feel like a lot. It didn't feel like enough came back at the end to justify this needing to be like a full-length movie or something. Mm-hmm. Which... Right, and I and I do agree with you with, on that. And that's and what kind of a lot. And that's 
almost why I bristle at the idea of even like making this a series or something like that because it just seems oh, so. You don't think there's enough there there to. There maybe is. I honestly I worry that if you do that, then you start having to explain things more. You start oh, to get okay. more flashbacks and exposition okay. about JP. Sure. More about Sonoshi. More. Like I don't know if that's. I feel like because at the same time I feel like they doled out enough of those characters to. Yeah. I guess I just want like ten different races on different planets. Yeah, yeah, and I, maybe if they had just broken up the middle with another race, they could have honestly, if it was a time constraint, they could have trimmed a little off the big one at the end. Yeah, but... yeah, I guess. <laughs> Where do you even start? I was kind of disappointed that the last race was so uh, visually dark. Mm-hmm. I get why. I get what they were going for. Uh, mm-hmm. But I was so expecting the beginning of this movie where it's like bright colors, you know, sunshine, racing in the desert. And then the end is this very like overcast, stormy, kind of just like uh, not even desert, just kind of like barren. It's very, it's very industrial. Yeah, yeah. In a way. Uh, I, if they had taken that farther, maybe made it its own mm-hmm. thing or something. Uh, I don't know. Again, so, I should say, I don't hate this movie. I just, uh, it's one of those movies that's kind of hard to talk about the good stuff because it's so visual for me. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, you should just watch this. I don't, <laughs> I how can't do, explain it all. Yeah. How do you feel about the music? Um, There were times I thought it, there were times I liked the music, but I never thought it fit particularly well with mm-hmm. what was going on. How do you like the music during the races? <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, it's a lot of like techno-y. It's like, right? Yeah. Am I remembering right? Okay. They'll change it up a bit depending on which racer they're focusing on. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I don't know if I, I, I had seen it on like a, a video at one point and I started noticing it now that I was watching the movie again. And it's like, to be a bit of a rockier tone of JP's. Okay. doing something combing his hair yeah or if he's in like this during the race it's like this is the race you get that techno beat yep. they throw little motifs in there for different uh characters or for different events that are going on okay it's like there's a variation to it but at the same time you still get that same propulsion that thing going on it works it's it was never distracting or anything yeah i i would even go as far as to saying that it helped kind of build that yeah there's an energy that they try to go for, and I think it works, especially in that first race. Yes. I'm with you there. Still. Uh, one thing I wanted to complain about before, uh, you know, uh, and this is kind of an anime thing, but I just feel like there is so little, they do so little to establish stakes as far as characters getting injured. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's like, I don't know how to describe it without sounding like a dummy, but it's just like a gun shoots at a car and then the car is fine. And that happens like 5,000 times in this movie. But it's like no one ever is put off or injured by anything that's happening. So by the end of this 50-minute climax scene, it's just kind of like, okay. Nobody but Funky Boy. (laughs) Funky Boy, rest in peace, I assume. Uh, Yeah. Um, no, and I th- and yeah, and I agree with that because you get that you get that horrible like wreck <clears throat> in the beginning. Yeah, and then immediately after you get JP in a, in the hospital, but like, yeah, he's fine. 
<laughs> and yeah. yeah. At the end, you have all this crazy stuff going on. You're like driving through a war zone over a minefield, and a kaiju <laughs> battle and stuff like that, and everyone yeah. just kind of decimates. Everyone them. just kind of makes it out okay. <laughs> yeah, they're just racing. Uh, everyone but Funky Boy. Poor Funky Boy. Dang. That was my last real thought on Redline. But Michael, if you have anything, hit me. I've got my notes. Hit me, dude. I feel like we've kind of gone through all the other stuff that I kind of wanted to talk about. Okay. Um, so notes. I, well, we talked about how I like the opening. I think the great op- the opening is, is real good. What do you I wrote think? down in quotes, princess with magical powers. Because they just cool. throw it out there as a like, yeah, this is who this is. And she, she locked her powers away. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that you have all these huge, crazy cars, and it's like JP and the Trans Am. Yep, yep, that's good. It was cool. Um, Puts the little nitro boosters in there. Yeah, the detail in this movie. Okay, I think there's a lot of attention to detail, a lot of what people are doing, but even beyond that, like you get close-ups of JP's face, and you've got sweat there and stuff yeah. like that, or. When the guy is when you have the mafia lord there, he's just sticking stuff in his teeth. There's a lot of like, like there are cracks in the teeth you can kind of see. Yeah. There are like there's yeah. like texture. There are a lot of texture put in there. They go very close up. You get a bit of grotesqueness out of that. Yeah, and they go out of their way to really underscore that, and I like that a lot. And it's like that throughout most of this movie, I think. Truth. Um. I wrote that Sonoshi's last name is McLaren. Hmm. Uh, I wrote the words space robot Nazis, and then I circled back to that and wrote incompetent space robot Nazis, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it sure makes them look dumb. They're trying their yeah. hardest, Michael. Yeah, space robot Nazis. Yeah, they gave these refugees a planet, and they just go. They just ruin that demilitarized zone. I knew we shouldn't have been so nice on them. Hey, dang it. I like the uh, uh, president standing in his giant war table thing. Yeah. Most of the movie. Like yeah. neck deep. Yeah. And it, like it's like he's wading into it and everything. <laughs> yeah. And, and everyone cool. else kind of does too. I like that. Um, I wrote the word he thinks he's cool or something. Because someone said, someone said that made that line like I think it was uh, the forearm mechanic. And he's like he thinks he's cool or something. And it's like it's funny to me because I feel as though this image of JP's character is like what someone in the fifties thought cool was in America. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's so cool. Yeah. JP. Uh, I think I wrote check off stream light <laughs> because she's got that necklace of stream, that stream light necklace. It's like, Oh, you throw that in a, in a car and it's <laughs> It'll more powerful race. than, Yeah. Yeah, and then that goes off later on because she uses that for them to cross the finish line. Uh, yeah. When they introduce the guy who eats all the food on the table. He was like, cool. I liked him. He's just like, oh, hi, yeah. I, yeah, man, I I really liked him. This weird forthright alien man who just tells it like it is. and Yeah. I don't know. There's the 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 um the waiter who tries hitting on Sonoshi. <laughs> yeah. And then JP pants him. Yes. You see the waiter in his tidy whities You sure do. He had a cool uh, voice. 
Yeah. They when they introduce Machine Head, there's this little jingle. It's like <laughs> Machine Head or something, something like that. It just it stood yeah. out to me. Okay. Um. The one kern, the one robot Colonel Voltan, and he has a he has a robot pompadour. He's a robot. Pompadour. Like, did you notice his like? He also had that like JP hairdo. Oh. Except it was metal. Oh. I didn't notice that. I like it. Um, I like it a lot. I wrote Funky Boy down. Funky Boy. At the beginning, when JP's trying to get caught up into the race, he throws the NOS into his car and skips it over the water because it's spinning. Yes. Like, what? There's a line where someone says, I have a feeling we're not supposed to be seeing this because they're watching the broadcast, and the entire robot Nazi robot world like opposition to the red line is they don't want cameras on their secret weapons. Right. Right. So to have one of the broadcasters say, I have a feeling we're not supposed to be seeing this is really, I thought it was cute. It was a cute piece. <laughs> what did you think of the two commentators? They were okay. Okay. Cool designs. Yeah. Oh, really quick. Can I point out how they shoot like the little chain missiles and they make little like squeaky noises? <laughs> Like, when they shoot the missile, like, they have the missiles that shoot out of the cars. Sure. Try to, like, chain onto people and stuff like that. And the one fired from the magical princess's car goes, like, meh, before <laughs> flying forward. And this, I just, I, I wanted to point that out because I thought about it. And I was like, ah, yes, I like that little Michael, thing. I don't think we could have ranked this movie without that knowledge being put on the table. Okay. To be completely honest. So, ranking. I really don't like this picture of Sonic. I'm going to move that down here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Sprocket list is a list of every movie from best to worst, and I'm going to start at the bottom. You ready? You ready? Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. going to do this quick because I'm putting the NAS in the chamber. <laughs> the Pacifier. Come on, the the techno uh, music speeding up. Uh, uh, the Incredible Hulk, The Pole Express, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, Sonic the Hedgehog, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Hard Target, The Secret of Nims, Iron Man, The Matrix, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, The Nightmare Before Christmas, The Witch, Raw, All the President's Men, Mad Max, Fury Road. This movie has some similarities to Mad Max, Fury Road. It does. Michael, can I tell you where I would put this movie? I would be very interested to hear where you would put this movie. I would put this movie, me personally, not taking into account Michael Anime Fan 420 last name's opinion. I would Underscore put this XXX. <laughs> Dark Sephiroth 420. <laughs> I would put this between Iron Man and The Matrix. Okay. It seems like we have some negotiating. Uh oh. Because for me, this is a. This is like below witch territory for me. Okay. 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 Or. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's our span, though, huh? You would. So we see have that. a span. I don't know if I would go above the witch. Maybe I would watch this before I, sure I would, would watch the witch again. But. That's the devil speaking to ye. Black Philip, <laughs> he hath spoken okay, to the roar right. of the engines. <laughs> I have heard him. All right. Disrobe. Let's, um, hmm. 
I have opinions on it in regards to Nightmare Before Christmas, but I don't really have opinions on it in regards to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, or let's say The Matrix. Okay. Could I hear those opinions out of curiosity? I think The Nightmare Before Christmas is better than Redline, but I don't know if Redline is necessarily better or worse than Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon or The Matrix. Okay, because I'm at this point where I think it, Redline is better than Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes, Michael, but negotiation means it goes somewhere in the middle. Right, right. <laughs> no, I know how this works. I just, I, I think a part of this is that you definitely like Nightmare way more than I do. Um, True. And you definitely got more out of that movie than I did. True. Which is weird because I think they're hitting some similar beats. Uh, as far as like visually focused movies, yeah, that, I feel like there's, yeah. I feel like the strongest points behind both movies are the visuals. Sure. Um, Red Line's a better looking movie than The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, but I think there's some. I still think there's some like imagination <laughs> and some creativity going into all Truth. the goofy Halloween Town shenanigans going on in Nightmare. I just um, love a lot about Nightmare as far as its world and characters, and I don't give a heck about the characters in red line beyond them looking kind of cool you see i get i get i like the characters in red line more um but jp doesn't have any defining character traits i mean jack skellington has motivations and faults and yeah is a character I, yeah but i just i don't know if i sure I guess what I'm saying is Redline to me is something everybody should watch because it's bonkers, but uh, Nightmare Before Christmas is like a movie I watch because I enjoy it beyond it looking cool. Okay. You have convinced me. <laughs> Would you feel comfortable you putting check. it above Crouching Tiger? Uh, Yeah. Mm. You hesitated. Well, I just... Uh... And I like I think I re- I like Redline more than Crouching Tiger. But I didn't really care for Crouching Tiger. That's true. Subtexter. I feel like I, the reason Crouching Tiger the only reason Crouching Tiger's high is because I put it there. <laughs> like the Matrix is my fight here, but uh knowing that you didn't get that much out of the Matrix, I'm not it's not a big fight for me. Well I'm gonna correct the record here. I think okay. the Matrix is wonderful. Okay. Whoa, Michael. Most, mm, I think there's a lot that can be said about the Matrix, but <laughs> at the end of the day, I think it's Are a you good red movie pilling people me? should watch the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. I don't regret watching it, and would even watch it again, maybe the whole series. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> don't mm. say things you'll regret later, Michael. Uh, Matrix Two has the car on the tr- has the fight on the trucks. Anyway, um. <laughs> Where do you, how do you feel Crouching Tiger versus Redline, Michael? I would watch Redline long before I watch Crouching Tiger again. Okay. Okay. And I say this as the resident Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon champion. Sure. Okay. Uh, You lost me there for a second just because my brain didn't work right. Yeah, no, I thought about that too and it's like, yes. (laughs) Like I just pictured you getting like a medal put on your neck and it's like Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon. I was like, I don't know what's happening. But I'm back, Michael. Okay. I'm back. Uh, so you don't have strong feelings about The Matrix versus Redline. 
I guess I would feel I like Redline more than The Matrix. Okay. Okay. Is my stake. But I will also. Mm. It just it would feel weird to slot Redline into in between The Matrix and Iron Man for me. Right. When like this is not to brag, but a five star movie on Letterboxd <laughs> for me. <laughs> Are you throwing your letterbox ratings at me, mister? Uh, I will reach through this computer screen and I will tickle your little nose. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it right there. Thanks, Papa. Uh, would you mind if we put it above Crouching Tiger or is that That too... sounds wonderful, Michael. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was such a fight. <laughs>